And we're number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is time for the sit rep presented by Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Up first, Jim Harbaugh will leave the University of Michigan to take the job with the Los Angeles Chargers. Luka Doncic has requested a fan be ejected in their loss last night. Goodness, Luka, come on. Now, that was funny. This is, uh, this is something that I, I can't stand. Players calling for fans to be ejected. When you're a player, do fans say stuff they should not say? Yes, they do. Does it have a place in this society? Probably not. But that just shows you let the fans get in your head way too much. Him, Russell Westbrook, a lot of these guys that have asked for fans to be ejected, let the fans get in their head too much. Play the damn game. And I like Luka. I have a pair of Luka's shoes. I think he's a great player. Dude, just play the game. Block out all the noise. Your most successful people block out the noise. It is what it is. Made official, Doc Rivers will be the head coach for the Milwaukee Bucks, in which, honest to God, you can say is Doc's last chance to win a championship. Just don't understand it. I don't get it either. But the guy doesn't have a proven. I mean, he won in one championship, right? Am I he wrong? Won, he won one in Boston. He's more known for blowing series leads than he is. Well, I mean, what's the difference in this team and the team he had last year with the Sixers? You got an all-time great player. You got a complimentary piece. What? You don't have James Harden doing this and getting your coach fired? I mean. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just I James don't know. Harden I don't stirring the soup, yeah, stirring the cereal. I don't. I guess we'll find out. I mean, same time. Some of these teams don't need coaches. I mean, they they're talented enough; they can go win a basketball. Game. I mean, it just proves the NBA is basically organized pickup basketball. It is at this yeah. point. We all know that. Yeah. It is what it is. That is the sit rep brought to you by our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Guys, if you have that piece of furniture that is wore down, you don't want to get rid of it though because it has that value to it. You need to go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and fabric located over on oak ridge highway give them a call check them out online fabric sun.com fabricsun.com be sure to tell stan that you heard about him right here on fan run radio and i just want to take a moment to emphasize how important it is that you shop with small businesses you know a couple years ago you know you didn't have to pay as much in taxes you're able to pay your employees more you're able to give bonuses and stuff because you're able to now it's a little bit harder to do that because you're having to pay more in taxes right now. The cost of everything has gone up, and it's made it harder and harder for small businesses to stay open. So it is very important that you support small businesses, you know, like SM Athletics, like Sun Upholstery and Fabric, like Inward Half Golf, Parks Like A lot of these businesses that we have here as sponsors, it is so vital that you support them because that's how they keep going. It's not just because they want to sponsor a radio show. They might. Actually, they do want to sponsor the radio show. Otherwise, they wouldn't sponsor at all. But the fact of the matter is, it is that important to shop with small businesses. So we encourage everyone to support all of our sponsors here at Fan Run Radio. I want to get back into this debate that you two were going at during the break. It's sitting not there much screaming. of a debate. It's... I, I mean, yeah, you're right. It's not much of a debate when I'm right. Okay. Oh, my God. Continue on. Continue on with your debate. Well, there's, there's two two debates going on okay we've got With, two debates one, here we go which is he says this is where the show falls off the wagon he says and i want i want to get your guys opinions on this too and callers please call in 
if you, nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills, nobody wagons the circle like the GI Jake show. Exactly. Uh, one debate is that he believes that Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are pretty much the same player. Is is that fair to say? They are. They're not. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> the okay. second debate is whether Lamar is going to be able to defeat the Kansas City Chiefs or not. Which I mean, we've not. known for a few weeks it's going to be. Okay, I mean, answer that first question. Are Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen not the same quarterback? Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen? Yes. No. Thank you. What are you talking? So both aren't – okay, Thank both can you. throw. One, Josh Allen's a better thrower, right? Josh Allen's yes. the better. Can, yeah. Are they both not mobile? They're both mobile. Lamar's I mean, better. Neither on, one's a pocket passer. Lamar's se, better right? with his legs. Barely. I think Lamar is a lot better with his Barely. legs. He's had two 1,000 yard rushing seasons in his career. He had 800 yards roughly this year compared to Josh Allen. I'm not arguing five. about who's a better runner. I'm saying they're the same quarterback. I'm not. saying the Chiefs basically played Lamar Jackson last week. No, they didn't. How? You're no, telling me their game plan is not to start stop his legs. Two different running? styles of play. How? One's going to be more agile answer, with his legs. One's going to be more effective through the air. Uh, I just that I'm, makes I'm, me feel good. Uh, why? Because because this is a different team that they're going to have to go against. Patrick okay, Mahomes are they even play, said. Okay, are they going to play Kirk Cousins this week? No, no. Okay, but they're who they played last week is almost identical to what they're going to see this week. No. How? Why? <laughs> because because Josh Allen. So you're saying is the they don't need a game plan for they didn't need a game plan for Josh Allen's legs last week. Well, yeah, they did, but it was in a different manner because Josh Allen is a gunslinger. He's going to throw the ball more than he's going to run it. Lamar is more fifty-fifty. That's what their offensive style is all about. Uh, you look at their offensive stats and the way that they run the ball versus how they throw the ball. It is all based on the read option. It's based on the so are the so are the Bills. The bills. It's all based on the RPO. You're going to tell me you do a read option. Who are you going to trust more to be able to execute the quarterback run of an uh, of a read option? Lamar I mean, I know there's or the, Josh Allen. I don't think a lot of times there's now there are sometimes I don't see that every time, but they they call. But I think they're both looking to throw honestly before they run. Oh well, Lamar wants to throw more because he wants to prove that he can throw more. That, that's the whole thing because everyone wanted him to do. Be either one. of them have to prove anything at this point? They're both proven quarterbacks. I mean, all they, I'm arguing get, both is them get you it guys done through the air. Both he, of them get it done with their legs. He's sitting here telling me it doesn't help them that they played the Bills last week to play against the Ravens this week. I mean, it does help you because you have to defend both the I'm run and the pass of the like quarterback. They're coming off playing Kirk Cousins, where no. they had to game plan for his legs. Wouldn't have to game plan for his legs at all. Right. So they're two weeks in a row, and Andy Reid in this quote says it is the same. Well, I think it, the game plans are the same. Well, yeah, it is because you, you have, have to deal to with the pass and leg. the run. You have to stop their legs before they stop the pass. Almost. I mean, yeah, you do, but at the same time, you do that, you start cheating up too more, much. They're both more dangerous running the ball than they are throwing the ball. I mean, bottom line, you have to put one spot, maybe even two, when you have guys that are, you know, mobile quarterbacks. I mean, Josh Allen, you could probably get away with one spy. Lamar Jackson, you have to put two spies on him in order to make that actually work. You need to really have your middle linebacker as a spy, and you need to have a safety as a spy if you want to make that work. May I ask a uh, rebuttal question? Sure. Out of the two quarterbacks who are identically the same, who's won an MVP? Lamar Jackson. Who's going to win another one? Lamar Jackson. Okay. Because Lamar's probably going to win I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing Anything about Lamar Jackson that I'm saying the game plans are the exact same the last two weeks. If they want to go with the same game plan that they had against you, Buffalo, they're going to lose. Huh? They're going to lose if they go with the same game plan. Why? 
Because because the who way they that, looking to stop the who they're going to stop? They're trying to stop the quarterback. Trying to stop the quarterback. I don't think it's necessarily about what they have to stop. It's who they have to stop. But it's also the fact that the Ravens have a better run offense than the Bills. Barely. Do. Barely. The, you just said they were fourth in the league in rushing. Jack, jump in here, man. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> Whose side are you on, Jack? I I see what Brett is saying because they are very similar players. And when you zoom out like that, they've both just lacked playoff success. And, yeah, they both can run the ball. I think they're different types of runners, though. Josh Allen, more of a get your head down and push through the pile, while Lamar's more agile and jerky. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I don't think the Chiefs will have the same game plan because if they do, then the Ravens are going to expose that because they watched that game against the Bills. So I think the Chiefs need to have a different game plan. They're one of the worst teams at stopping the run, and obviously the Ravens are one of the best at running. So they're going to have to figure something out for this Sunday. There you have that. Jeez. And the I debate is settled. And the Ravens. That is not settled. The, the debate is settled. That is the how. <laughs> debate is settled. On to the next debate. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and according to Marcus Joe Montana. By the way, before we get into that, did you all see where Yusuf Nurkic shoved Grant Williams last night after he fouled KD? Did see oh, that. Grant, Grant went at him. Grant was sort of standing over yeah, KD. Grant, yeah, Grant. He did. And then Yusuf Nurkic just comes Grant, in and tackles him. But he needs him. to learn to stop sometimes. He's starting to be a little bit of a – he's getting a reputation. He's starting to turn into a Draymond a little bit. A little bit. And he, and he doesn't have to be. I mean, that's and Draymond's going to be a Hall of Famer. Grant's yeah. not. No, Grant's not going to be a Hall of Famer by any stretch. So Love Grant. Yeah. Love what he did while he's here, but he's not an NBA Hall of Famer. Grant just brings that defensive intensity he to a team, and that's sort of his MO at this point. So I, I mean, think he's just trying to establish it in every game he can. Well, and you got to think, too. I mean, Grant's not probably not even the best big man that's ever came through here. Bernard King is the best best forward, at least, that ever came through here. Yeah. So what was your – Joe, that was kind of weird. You went started with Joe and mm-hmm. Tom, and you went to Grant. Yeah, because <laughs> it just popped up in front of me. ADHD at its finest. <laughs> yes. um, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady – Patrick Mahomes, and now Marcus has thrown Joe Montana into the mix. Peyton and Tom, 1A1B, the greatest of all time. Undoubtedly. Without question, undisputed. I'm fine with saying that for now. However, like three years from now, if yeah. Patrick's won like he two wins this more, one this year. I don't know. It'll be hard. And I'll be the first to admit, when Patrick Mahomes got this ridiculous contract, I thought he'd fall off. I thought he would because if it's if it's guaranteed, what reason do you have to go out and prove anything? I'm not even going to fake it. If I got an NBA contract right now, five years, $240 million, all guaranteed, I can't guarantee you that I'd go out and play the hardest that I would play. If I've already won championships, if I've already done everything I needed to do, I'm going to stay healthy. I'm going to go out. I'll get you 15, 20 a night. But I'm not going to deliver dominating performances night in and night out. I'm going to take it easy. Go buy me a house on the beach. Down in Gulf Shores or Orange Beach, Alabama. Live the Campbell County <laughs> dream. <laughs> What's your role on NBA team? What are you doing for the team? Are you rebounding? Are you scoring? Uh, I'm a two-guard man. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm a, hit some threes? I can hit the three. All right. I'll drive to the basket every now and again. I'm not going to yam on somebody. I haven't been able to dunk in about 11 years. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's the last time I dunked. I probably could have done it while I was still in the Army, but after I gained all that weight, it's a lot easier to jump and land 
when you're 150, 160 as opposed to about 200. I went up for a rebound when I got up to about 240, and I was out of commission for about a week and a half because I slipped a disc. <laughs> you forget how to land when you get that big. You forget how to land. But jump back to this debate. Jack, you say that those are the greatest of all time for now. That case can be made for a lot of players because let's go around the room. Everyone's going to say either LeBron or MJ as the GOAT for basketball. Mm-hmm. When you talk about football, a lot of people are going to say Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Mark's going to say Joe Montana. Others are going to say Joe Montana too. It's not just me, but go ahead. Who's the greatest hockey player of all time? Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Although, I Connor will say. Connor McDavid's he's role. <laughs> he's pretty good. He's got to get some championships, but. Alex Ovechkin is definitely pushing. Like He's on that list. With, Ow. He is like two he's seasons away. He's nowhere the passer. He is two seasons away from me. potentially breaking you know the that, all-time goal-scoring record. Okay, well, let me ask you all this. Who's the greatest baseball player to ever live? That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say Barry Bonds. Some people. He's on my list. He might even be my number one. I think some, he, some will mark. He's yeah, the home run king. I mean, can we all agree that Barry Bonds is the home run some king? Some will say Shohei. The dang dude's an all-star pitcher and a power-hitting hitting machine. He is. Never seen anybody like him no. on a baseball field. No, and it, the common answer for a long time was Babe Ruth. But the th- thing is, 99.9% of those people that said that Babe Ruth was the greatest of all time never watched Babe Ruth play. There's not much film on him. Unless you're sitting there with the camera, just click, 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 all the time. That's the only way that you watch Babe Ruth in video hit a baseball. Barry Bonds on my list. Mark McGuire's on my list. Mark McGuire, stop. Mark McGuire was awesome. Get out of him. He's not your favorite player, but he's not. He's not even. I mean, he's not even sniffing the conversation. Probably not. But I mean, here's the thing. I think you have to throw David Ortiz on that list. We're talking about power hitters. David Ortiz has to be on that list. Derek Jeter's going to be on the list just because. A-Rod's going to be on the list just because. <laughs> Come on, Jake. Give me, you got you got somebody better than this. Come on. Think. Pete Rose? Uh, I mean, he was good. I'd take him over some of the guys you're mentioning right now. Murphy? Dale Murphy? Yeah. I mean, Ken Griffey. I mean, uh, Cal Ripken. I mean. I got a funny story about Ken Griffey Jr. So when he was with the Reds, my friend – wanted to go watch him play so his dad takes him up to a game in cincinnati ken griffey jr was on deck and he said dad i'm hungry i want some nachos okay we'll go get these nachos but if we're not back to see ken griffey jr hit a home run i'm going to i can't repeat what he said on air but anyway all of a sudden they're getting nachos the crowd roars they get back to their seats. What just happened? Oh, you missed it. Ken Griffey Jr. just hit one out of the park. Dad throws nachos on the ground, stomps on them, and they sit there the rest of the game, and he is not allowed to move. Could you imagine going to see your favorite player? And they just don't show up, or you miss one of the biggest moments that they've had throughout that season. That would be awful. Yeah. That would be the equivalent of me going to WrestleMania to watch Stone Cold Steve Austin in a match 
and then having an emergency and having to leave without getting to watch Stone Cold Steve Austin. This year's Tennessee-Georgia game, I arrived a little bit late. So that first play, I was walking up to my seat. So that whole play happened behind me. The crowd blew up. Um, but that was unfortunately the peak of the game. So that that was the only good play we had, and it's the one I missed. So I feel like stuff like that happens more often, unfortunately. Absolutely. Stay with us. Coming up next, we're going to mark the tape with Marcus Young. I'm excited to hear what he has to say today. No more phone calls on your personal phone into the microphone throughout the show. I still cannot believe you did that yesterday. I wish you had given me the opportunity to talk to that woman. You realize that we sound like Shaq and Chuck right now when we get into these arguments like this. And I'm Shaq and you're Chuck? Why are you calling me Chuck? Because Shaq usually wins the arguments. Uh, not all the time. All he has to say is four rings. I got four rings, Chuck. I got three finals MVPs. Google me, Chuck. Matter riding, fact- riding Kobe's coattails, though. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> and Dwayne Wade. And Alonzo Mourning. And Penny Hardaway. It's like Jordan Road Pippins. I mean, kind of like LeBron Road, the coattails of Mario Chalmers. Stay oh, with us. <laughs> Mark the tape with Marcus Young coming up next here on Fan Run Radio. Making a better vodka soda ain't rocket science. You just got to start with a better vodka. And then voila, you get a White Claw vodka soda. Your taste buds are about to get a PhD in deliciousness. JB Smooth only drinks vodka soda made with the world's smoothest vodka. Try the all-new White Claw vodka soda. Pick up a variety pack of their four delicious flavors. Only 100 calories, 4.5% alcohol, and 2 grams of sugar. White Claw vodka soda. Please drink responsibly. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers' new sewer maintenance program, complete with mapping, cleaning, and camera inspecting, Visit RogersHydrantService.com. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865 
or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team, delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. They are our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, intern Jack. It is time to mark the tape with Marcus Young. Marcus, what you got? Hello, Jake. Hi. Going to start off with a couple NFL ones for you. Up with number one, I'm going to talk to you about uh, the Eagles' recent hire as they bring in Vic Fangio as their defensive coordinator. Fangio? Fangio, yeah, I don't know how to say his name. I could... He's an eagle now. I don't care. Anyway, uh, he was obviously the defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins recently. Uh, I didn't realize this, but he was actually hired by the Eagles on a short-term deal last season before their Super Bowl uh, matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs, hoping that he could help prepare the team for the Chiefs. Uh-huh. And obviously seemed like he would be a obvious hire when Jonathan Gannon left for the Arizona Cardinals, but instead was hired by Miami Dolphins. Here's my hot take. This hire won't mean a thing. The offensive coordinator hire that they make or have maybe already made won't make a difference. Nick Sariani is going to be fired at the end of this season, if not slightly before. Wow. I think the Eagles are going to be looking for a new head coach next season. I think Nick Sariani has uh, clearly is not capable of getting this team over the hump. He touched glory for a moment, and now he's falling back down, down. Do you think Hurts was more what he was this past year or two years ago, or do you think he was just kind of hurt this year? I do think he has because that obviously has a lot to yeah, do with it. Your he, quarterback play goes down. I mean, sure, you look bad. Sure, but even with his injury, there were a lot of games that they looked really good in with their run defense, or excuse me, not the run defense, their running offense. But then to flip over, their defense was awful. Yeah, Ironically, since the trade for Kevin Byer, they just completely, and it's not Kevin Byer's fault, but the team as a whole, that defensive side of the ball just fell apart completely. Yeah, it was shocking, really. Yeah, their defense good wasn't good, despite the talent that's clearly there. Um, I, I don't see them. I could see them getting off to another hot start. I don't think they're going to have a losing record, but I think Nick Sirianni won't be the head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles after next season. Interesting. Next up, obviously the big news out of Jim Harbaugh being the new head coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. This is going to be a bit of a shock, I think. Okay. I think they fight for the division title next season. 
Next season. Next season. I don't. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but I'm going to say that they are going to be in a heat battle with the Chiefs for the division next season. If anyone can just knock off the Chiefs at this point, I think he. I. I I'd take it. I like uh, Antonio Pierce. For the Raiders, I think that's a great hire. I don't see Sean Payton making that much of a difference with whatever quarterback they end up starting with. I think those are the bottom two, quote-unquote, although I do think the Raiders are going to be better than they were this last season. But I do think it's going to be a, uh, a head-to-head race between the Chargers and the Chiefs, and I think that Harbaugh is going to steal a win, at least one win from the Chiefs. Raiders need a lot of help. Yes, they do. But they they're not going to be able to win games with Aiden McConnell. I think Pierce O'Connell, whatever is no, I don't think so either. But Pierce is definitely he's a guy that's going to motivate that team. But yeah, I think Harbaugh. I think he's not only going to have a winning record next year, but I think he's going to compete for the AFC West Championship. I don't know. I, it's going to be hard to say. I mean, I mean, Harbaugh is an upgraded coach. That's for sure. He's not going to be stupid and going for it on fourth down inside your own end and things like that, like Staley was doing. Uh, it's just going to be interesting. They, they've they got to find a way to – they can't go out and buy anybody. Uh, they're going to have to do it – I don't know how they're going to do it to improve that team. Their defense was terrible. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. The thing I mean. is they got pieces, which is the weird part. Yeah. Like Derwin James, yeah. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, like they have great Some players. Some of those guys are going to have to walk, though, because they're going to have to get under the cap. They don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have pieces to – that's why every season – Staley has been there. It's just seemed disappointing because they've mm-hmm. had these great players and somewhat had great talent. teams. Right. I mean, let's call it like they have talent. They just haven't been able to put it together. No, and I mean that just goes back to the argument that we made the other day. It's like you know everyone saying, "Well, the coach knows more than you. You have to listen to the coach." The fact of the matter is, when you have a coach that is not willing to utilize the resource around him in the correct way or be able to game plan in order to run your offense, run your defense effectively, you're not going to win ball games. Yes, they might know more than the common fan. But at the same time, the fan might know how to execute it better. Mock drafts th- th- think have about been that. taking th- Bowers right now. Is that not scary right now to think about? The fact that there might actually be a fan out there that knows how to execute an offense or execute a defense better than what a head coach does. Uh, I don't know. All I'll say is given the fact that what Harbaugh was able to do with San Francisco early, mm-hmm. like with the talent that he had there, it would not shock me at all if he if he's able to do with a, a better talented team with the Chargers compared to what he had in San Francisco that first year. It would not shock me at all for not only a winning record in his first year, but an opportunity to take the AFC West uh, division. Hmm. Uh, another NFL one for you. I'm just going to throw it in there because we've already talked about it. Currently on FanDuel, the Baltimore Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Kansas City Chiefs. Money line is minus 200. I'm taking the Ravens. Take them on the money line? I'm going to take the – it's going to be – I'll go over my full parlay. Just buy the on, points down, man. I'm going to do the full parlay tomorrow. But, yeah, yeah. I'm taking uh, minus 200 on Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, I think, is just a much better quarterback than what uh, – Patrick Mahomes has had to face in the playoffs up to this point. I would take Lamar over Tua. I would take Lamar over Josh Allen. And I really think that Lamar is going to be able to get some things done and take this team to a Super Bowl. Um, I think, obviously, having a talented young receiver like Zay Flowers, having a veteran guy that you can go to if needed in Odell Beckham Jr., um, Isaiah Likely is a pretty decent backup tight end while Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Andrews has been out. If they win this game, 
could see Mark Andrews back for the Super Bowl. That'd be pretty cool. They're going to have a bye week before they get there. Yeah. They have a good run offense. Their defense is way better than the Bills. Um, and I think that defense is going to hold Travis Kelsey because that's that's the big thing that you saw in that Bills game. Yeah. They made Travis Kelsey look like Travis Kelsey again. And this season, he's not been the same. So having this opportunity with a much better defense, the, the Ravens are going to win it. And my prediction would be that the Ravens are going to win by at least 10 points. Talk to him, Brett. There's nothing to say. He's just idiotic at this point. <laughs> if they win by 10, I'm going to I'm going to cut this clip out and I'm going to replay it over and, and over again. Do, okay. All right. Just putting that out there now. All and right. since Marcus wants to be cute with the whole soup as a cereal thing, I got some questions for you. Okay, can I give you my last one? Sure. My last one, uh, my last hot take. Because I know how people feel about this place, but me personally, Chipotle is overrated. You're not going to get any flack from me over that. Chipotle, I think, is the most overrated uh, Southwest kind of grill type place. I, I don't understand the appeal of it. I think their food tastes more like sand. I, I don't. <laughs> I'll push back on that. I mean, their food is decent. Eh. But eh. there are other options out there that are better. Way better options. And I just don't see the appeal of Chipotle at all. I don't know why people think it's like this great thing. I had someone try to go on a date with me before, and they wanted to go to Chipotle. I said, no, we're not well, doing that. Well, first of all, that's a red flag in and of itself. If you're going on a first date to Chipotle, then uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. Chipotle overrated. Go ahead, ask me some questions. All right, Marcus, which came, which orange came first, the color or the fruit? Mm, fruit. Don't know if you're right or not, but we're gonna go <laughs> oh, with it. You <laughs> if Apple made a car, would it still have windows? Apple made a car, would it still have windows? Uh, Jack understands where I'm going with this. I'm gonna say, yeah, I understand too. I'm going to say... Or it's going to look like the Chevy HHR that had no windows in the back. Yeah, no windows. No windows. Okay. If you drop soap on the floor, is the floor clean or is the soap dirty? Mm. Soap dirty. Because if, if it's just the bar of soap, you have to add water to it to, to make, you know... So yeah, I'm going to say dirty. If you use a towel to dry yourself off after you've already been cleaned in the shower... How does the towel ever get dirty? Say that one more time. If you use a towel to dry yourself off after you get out of the shower, how does your towel ever get dirty? Well, from the the water, like with, with the moisture of it, uh, there is a thing called mildew. So you don't want to... These are supposed to be questions in which you cannot answer. And somehow you're able to answer every single one of them. I hate you. Well, because think about it. Let's break it down. With the orange thing, is that the fruit came first before they realized what color it was. They looked at it and went, orange. What I've been it? answering in my mind. If do, I have, do I have Fan Run's new Adam Hickman on my show? How dare you? How dare you? I am not Adam Hickman. No offense to him. I don't full offense. I don't worship uh, a quarterback. I don't hate on my teams. I may hate on players, but I don't hate on my teams. Uh, what else do I not do? I think I'm a little bit. I don't think Hickman could answer these questions with conviction. Hickman would just throw something out there just because it's Adam Hickman. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm I'm me. Is it too much sometimes? Sure. Is it fun every time? Probably. No. It's not fun every time. Sometimes I'll just get aggravated. 
you just get really aggravated. I'm really good at finding the spots that people um, can get slightly under their skin. Bear was the easiest target. Well, Bear's um, an easy target regardless. All you have to do is sit there and say, oh, you're going to play Wonderwall 15 times. Yeah. Cody and you John, know Bear also hates Woo and Rocky Top? He hates Woo? Like when you woo. Good old Rocky Top. Uh, woo! He hates that. I feel like that should be on the awesome thing. Like something I started in the early 90s. It just ain't supposed to be a part of the song. I also wanted to bring up real quick, since we're technically still in my segment, have you heard the rumors of what the Houston Texans are going to be doing with their jerseys next year? No. They will be announcing and revealing a new jersey uh, ahead of the 2024 NFL draft. Is it going to look stupid? There's no leaks that I've seen. All I know is that they're doing this one thing that it's upsetting for me. They are planning to incorporate the uh, H-Town Blue. The Houston Blue. Well, I mean, Which, call it like it is, man. That's where that franchise came from. No, but here's the thing. I'm okay if they want to have accents with it. I don't think they can take the whole blue. Otherwise, they're going to have to alter it slightly because we still own, the Titans still own the rights to Oiler Blue. So if they want to have accents with it, they'll probably They'll call get away it Texan it. Blue is what they're going to call it. They'll, and they're going to change the shade of it slightly. They're going to have to. For legal reasons, to not upset the NHL. Now, I have heard they're going to keep the logo the same, but yeah, apparently all of their jerseys, whether it's alternate or home or away, are going to have the Houston uh, Sweet Baby Blue or whatever you want to call it, um, a part of their jerseys. See, and that's just a weird situation altogether, man, because I mean, you look at uh, another example I can give you is the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. The Charlotte Hornets of today are not the Charlotte Hornets that started in North Carolina back in the 90s. That team is now in New Orleans. They're now the New Orleans Pelicans because for a while they were in the New Orleans Hornets. They kept that name. And, of course, Charlotte was the Charlotte Bobcats. The Charlotte Hornets of today should not be allowed to use the Charlotte Hornets logos and everything that was set forth by the original franchise. Agreed. Kind of like the Utah Jazz. Probably shouldn't be the Utah Jazz because when you think of Utah, you don't think of jazz music. Houston's going to call it H-Town Blue i.e. the Oilers' old shade of Columbia blue. Like you said, it'll be an accent color, not a main color. The other It'll be unveiled leading up to the draft. There are a few other rumors of other teams potentially having jersey changes, if you would like to hear those rumors. Nothing confirmed. Houston's the only confirmed one. Yeah. Other rumors are that the Broncos might be switching up their jerseys for next year, which would be interesting. Uh, I don't know how much of a change there's going to be with that. That's a look that should always stay the same. I agree. But, yeah, there's a chance that there might be some changes I mean, there. That, that would be like the Green Bay Packers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Dallas Cowboys changing their uniforms. Like, that should mm-hmm. not ever change. There's also rumors that the Jets might be going closer back to the, uh, the 80s. So, the NFL has a rule when it comes to jersey changes. Mm-hmm. If you make major changes, you have to wait five years before you can do anything more. The Jets have fulfilled that because their recent update was in 2019. Mm-hmm. There is a chance they might be going closer to what they had during the 80s. Which and is that like, would be okay. So That would be okay. There's rumor of that. There's also a rumor, and I, a very, very vague rumor, that there might be something with the Titans as well. Because I also noticed that was something interesting. The plane that our new head coach was getting off of, Brian mm-hmm. Callahan, mm-hmm. you know what logo was on the Jet? What? Houston Oilers logo. It wasn't the Titans logo. That's very weird. On the side of the plane, there was the Houston Oilers logo. 
outside the door. Here's my take on NFL uniforms. So I think right now the three worst uniforms are the Rams, the Falcons, and the Titans. I think those are the three worst uniforms in the NFL. This could be a hot debate. I could get into this. Uh, I'm willing to throw in the for the me the, the three worst. I'm going to throw the Rams mainly because of the the change of the number, like going from a lighter color down. I think that's weird. That just looks stupid. Numbers are a big thing for me. I don't yep. like the Titans numbers, but their jerseys as a whole are fine. If they would have kept like the original number, I like the original fine. Titans number when they first came to Tennessee, I was fine with that. Yeah, I mean that looked good. Yeah, it wasn't too bizarre. Everyone knew what it was, and now it's like these sharp edges. I mean, they're trying to make it like the Titans T, where it points at the bottom. That's what they're trying to do with numbers. I don't like it at all. I think yeah. it looks pretty dumb, as a matter of fact. And then the Falcons, I don't know what in the world they tried to do. They should have never stepped away from the Michael Vick era uniforms. Those were probably some of my Their favorite black are uniforms. pretty sweet. I like those. <sighs> the ones they have with the red. The helmets, the old school helmets. I think they're pretty dumb. Mm. I think they're pretty dumb. I mean, those are, those are without a doubt the worst uniforms in NFL football. Now, college uniforms, we can go on for days about who has the worst uniform in college football. Yeah, NFL, I'm going to throw at you. I'm, I'm going to say that the uh, – I think the Arizona Cardinals, I don't really like the too solid of the red of it that they've been doing. I, I like a little bit of difference to it. It just feels too red for me. Yeah. Um, I, I think I will throw the Rams in there with you. I do like that they've gone back to the – the lighter blue and, and gold compared to what they had in St. Louis for a mm -hmm. while. I think it looks better now, but the numbers still bother me. And then number three, oh, man, this is tough because there's some really good ones, but I, I think I'm going to have to go with – I don't want to agree with you completely, though. I mean, you can agree with me completely because they're awful uniforms. I might have to throw with the Falcons, too. I, I don't think the Falcons – I think their update wasn't really great. I think they should have gone it back to – It wasn't update. It was a downgrade is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get Eric in here before we head to break. Eric, what's up, man? How are you, Jake? What's up, buddy? Well, I'm uh, fresh off of a second-place finish in the Carlsbad Beer Mile last weekend. Nice. And right. getting ready to do a Spartan Beef this Saturday. But uh, I'm sure you've heard of the beer mile, right? And oh, yeah. how the rules work? I love the beer mile. You've done it? Never done it, but I love the concept of it. <laughs> Do they have any of those out in Tennessee? I've never actually looked for them. Brett, you'd be more inclined to answer that I than... I don't know. I've never... You're a marathon guy. Yeah. I don't drink while I do it. <laughs> it sounds so, interesting. So the, way the, so the way that drinking game works is um, there's a total of four beers. Uh, you can, and a total of uh, one mile is broken up into segments of 400 meters. And so the way it works is you start off by drinking a whole can of 12 fluid ounces of beer. Then you go and run the lap. Come back, drink beer, yeah, drink, run, drink, run, drink, run. So it's four beers and um, one mile. I'm not going to lie. I probably have more endurance if I drank beer while I ran a mile. I will say, I I do love playing drunk basketball. After you've had a couple beers, go and play in some basketball. Uh, it It's pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. Okay. And they also had, uh, let's see, they had one of their options that they had there for those who wanted the actual beer instead of non-alcoholic. They had Pabst, which a lot, oh. that's a very popular beer. 
And, um, yeah, much better that than an Anheuser-Busch product. Although I think Ross Chastain is going to bring some manliness back to the Bush uh, family of beers. Have you seen his new paint scheme uh, that he's running this year? He picked up Kevin Harvick's old sponsor, and his paint scheme, as JL pointed out, looks better than any of Kevin Harvick's Bush paint schemes ever looked, ever. It, it really does. I mean, the thing is, it's like, they were lazy with that car. They were lazy yeah. with that one. I mean, and the thing is, like, with NASCAR and their paint schemes, they, I mean, we talk about uniforms all the time. NASCAR paint schemes, I mean, they can get just as bad, if not worse, in some cases. Because you look at some of them, I mean, look at Bubba Wallace's McDonald's car last year. That's an iconic oh, brand. Gosh, that thing is a disaster. Well, and JL had a great point. It's like they started great with the front of the car, and then they just stopped. It's like someone designed yeah. it and then just stopped. And he also pointed out something interesting in the, when he tweeted out about Ross Chastain and Bush beer. It was not long. It was not too long ago that Kevin Harvick said that Ross Chastain would never make it in the Cup Series, and yet here's Ross with several wins under his belt. He's uh, been more su- successful in the last few seasons than Kevin Harvick has, and he's picked up one of Kevin Harvick's sponsors, and is making it. Look really, really good this season, or is about to. That it is. I mean, it really is. But you know, jumping back to your uh, beer mile. Yes. That. Um. Tell us where we can do one of these, because now I'm intrigued. You can do okay, it anytime so you want. Okay. So there is. So there True. is another one. There is another one out here in um, San Diego County. If you want to come out and team up with me after my Ramona Trail 5K, there's one in Ramona. On April 20th, in the same place that's uh, having the Trail Run 5K and this one, the Beer Mile, is also organized along with the 5K by Gut Check Fitness, which is a racing company that is raising money for um, Challenged Athletes Foundation's program called Operation Rebound, which helps mm-hmm. First responders and military service members reintegrate into society through sports. Very interesting. Especially amputees. Huh. How fast did you? Uh, them with, how, uh, fast, race, how fast? How um, fast did you? Scholarships com- and grants and prosthetics. It's really cool. How fast did you complete this uh, beer mile in? I did, and it was my first ever beer mile. Uh-huh. I did seven minutes, wow. twenty-one seconds. Yeah, I was just looking at the nice. world records, four minutes and 28 seconds to do. Oh, yeah, I've seen those can get pretty crazy. Those yeah. guys are nuts. I mean, if you can run and a mile that fast. these guys look like legit runners, and they just are downing these beers, and, like, it's mm-hmm. crazy. So they do it yeah. on a track and everything. It's just legit. Well, what I'll do, I'll uh, I'll DM you the um, the info about the the Ramona one, and if you find the time in the uh, your schedule in April, you just hit me up and um, – uh, we can team up any way you want. I can do all the running, you can do, do the drinking, or we can go half and half. That sounds intriguing. We very well might do that. Eric, we got to hit a break, man. Thank you so much for coming on. All right. Stay with yeah. us. Final segment of the G.I. Jake Show coming up right and run radio. Your home's exterior in need of a makeover? If so, it's time to call North Knox Siding and Windows. Transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options. From classic to modern styles, they've got something to suit every taste. 
Upgrade to energy-efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round while saving you money on your energy bills. North Knox Siding and Windows. Get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at North Knox Siding and Windows. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family owned and operated with over 67 years of combined experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com and be sure to tell Stan that you heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to make your dream home a reality? Hi, I'm Bo Kregner, and here at the Kregner Group at Realty Executives, we know that finding the perfect home is more than just a transaction. It's about finding your sanctuary, your future, your happiness. Our team is dedicated to guiding you every step of the way, ensuring a smooth and stress-free journey towards home ownership. Whether you're buying, selling, or investing, we're here to help. Call me anytime at 865-742-1035 or just visit us online at bonoshouses.com. Rogers Utility Solutions, a division of Rogers Hydrant Service, is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers new sewer maintenance program complete with mapping cleaning and camera inspecting visit rogershydrantservice.com Final segment of the program. It's the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio, and it is time for Brett's Best Bets, presented by SM Athletics. Brett, how did we do last night, as a matter of fact? Let's see. I got Northwestern right. They beat uh, Illinois by five in overtime. I was close on Auburn. I had Auburn plus three and a half. They lost by four. Uh, I think I – and the Hornets lost to the freaking Pistons. Yeah. Couldn't believe that. I think that was only three. I can't remember. Maybe I had one more. I can't remember. Marcus, how did you do last night? I'm glad you asked. Um, I, I, of my seven, I hit below half. I hit three out of seven. So Jack, not great. How'd you do? I was 0 for 2. I had Auburn plus three and a half and losing, so I was very, very close on that. And then hmm. Mavs plus two and a half. They had it for the first half, and then yeah, I got blown out. Devin Booker had Devin Booker, so. yep. <laughs> and Jake, can you? You were close. Uh, the, I remember you showed mine. The same game parlay I put together, I hit two of four. Uh, Luca went over 33 and a half. Anthony Edwards went over 28 and a half he had 38 i took the unders on those lamello ball the under hit on his under 28 and a half and sga i had under 33 and a half and he got to 32 so thank goodness for that on my 
other bet, my money line parlay for college basketball. Um, very disappointed. I hit four out of five. UNC Asheville picked up the win. Richmond picked up the win. ETSU picked up the win. American picked up the win. And then Kennesaw State lost by six to North Alabama, which killed that parlay. Brett, what we got on tap for tonight? I mean, it's kind of tough to find much of anything. Well, at least college-wise, I didn't really see much. Right. Uh, I'll do a couple NBA ones. I like you know, the Heat are getting eight and a half points. I mean, surely they show up against a rival. You would think. I know you said no Jimmy Butler, but eight and a half's a lot. I think they can keep it close. They may not win, but I think they can keep it close. Uh, and then I think I like the Knicks tonight at home on the, where the Nuggets getting two and a half. Uh, I think uh, Nuggets have been on the road a while. I, I just feel like maybe they've had some close ones recently, so I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Knicks plus two and a half. So, All right. And whatever y'all got. Marcus, you, what you got? I will admit there are some nerves because <laughs> I haven't been playing the way that I've wanted to play. But here we go. But stick with the NHL because why not? It's my thing. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> got nine games tonight. Got the Senators over the Bruins money line. Red Wings money line over the Flyers. Tampa Bay Lightning money line over the uh, Coyotes. Canadians money line over the Islanders. The over six and a half goals for the Devils and Hurricanes. Unfortunately, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going the Minnesota Wild money line over the Predators. Hmm. One and a half goals uh, for the Dallas Stars. Uh, minus one and a half uh, goals for the Calgary Flames. Minus one and a half for the Edmonton Oilers, who have been on a tear, and they're playing Chicago. So, um, I went with a couple underdogs, and uh, we'll see how I, how I do. All right, Jack, what you got? Yeah, I'm gonna just stick with the NBA. I got. Um, I'm gonna take the Heat actually beating the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, they've lost four straight, but. They always got the Celtics number, it feels like, so I'll take the heat. And then Uh Kings-Warriors tonight. Kings favored by one and a half. I'll take the Warriors at home. I like it. I'm going to give you three tonight. I'm going to give you Gonzaga minus nine against San Francisco. We're going to go SMU minus one and a half against North Texas, and we're going to go Philadelphia 76ers minus five over the Indiana Pacers. You know, like we mentioned, Tyrese not, uh, not playing. Got the hamstring he's still dealing with. And then we actually have a fan submission. Josh has sent us one. Josh? Josh. Okay. Two alternate over-unders. We're going to take the over 137.5 with Elon and Campbell. And we're going to take the under 159.5 with Central Connecticut State and Fairleigh Dickinson. Put those two together. Both are at minus 200. You place them together. Get you to plus 125. I kind of like that one, Josh. I really like that one, as a matter of fact. How about that? Fan submission. You can get some tennis action tonight if you want to bet on Djokovic and center. <laughs> uh, semifinals for Australian Open. If you want to take a flyer on uh, an upset. I bet pl- on the Joker, unfortunately. Did you? Minus 230 money line for Joker, it looks like. Sinner is young kid. I think he's like 22. 22 yeah. yeah Going up against he, one of the best in the world. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a tough spot. He'll Might have be the time. goat. Might be the goat. I think you got it. He came onto the scene really quick. Who? Uh, Djokovic. I mean, he's been around a while. Because for a while, it was the Roger Federer show, then it was the Federer and Nadal show, and eventually it just became the Nadal show because he just kept on winning. And then 
you know, you had guys like Andy Murray, Joe Willie Sanga in the sport for a minute that were playing very well, but never could just get over that hump. Andy Roddick only Andy had Murray. one major. Andy Murray was always a name too, always making the finals or the semis. Oh, he, you talk about somebody like we mentioned. You know how the Miami Heat. Uh, Daniel had mentioned yesterday that there were always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Like the Knicks. I mean, yeah. Andy Murray. I mean, that's another guy. It's like that guy was always the bridesmaid. I think he won all the majors, but I mean, it took him a while. It uh, did. But yeah. But I mean, the goats either Djokovic or Federer for me. But that's you know, Nadal just won all his mainly on the clay courts. Oh, he's the king of the clay. That, yeah. That'll never be. What he won like fifteen of them or something crazy. It was ridiculous how many times Probably the most he won Roland Garros. Any, anybody ever was. So, it's funny. Of all places, I found a Roland Garros uh, dampener because it's a thing. If you ever see somebody with a piece of a rubber band mm-hmm. or like a piece of rubber like in their tennis racket, like at the bottom, right? That's to dampen the vibration right. on your tennis racket. Uh-huh. I found a Roland Garros dampener of all places at some courts behind a Shell gas station in La Follette <laughs> when I was a sophomore in high school, and I've kept it ever since. Wow. Don't know why, but I've always kept it. And then my last match, somebody stole my racket. <laughs> Had the Wilson Skunk. The Wilson Skunk? That's what the, That was the nickname for it. It was like the K-Factor. It was like a part of the pro staff line, and someone just stole it. What's worse, getting that stolen or getting your golf club stolen? A tennis racket or golf clubs? Yeah. I mean, it just depends. I mean, what do you like more? My, I, I'd be devastated my golf clubs get stolen. I guess golf clubs had to be the obvious answer because I mean that's and it's, upwards it's of a thousand dollars. Yeah, more expensive. I mean, and that's just for the irons if you buy. But a it new depends. Set. If I'm mad at them at the time, I wouldn't be mad if somebody took them. Which I treat golf clubs kind of like I treat cars. You know, I never buy new; I only buy used. Unless it's a putter, I'd never buy a used putter. Got to have a new putter and a new driver. You know, it doesn't one. help it go in the hole, right? The the new putter. It doesn't help, but when you <laughs> when you find one you like, yeah, when I mean, you find yeah. one you like that you're comfortable with, it makes all the difference in the world. I regret giving up my. Taylor made RBZ driver. That was yeah, stupid. Yeah, that was a great I've one. Held on to the same driver forever. Oh, and you're gonna be mad when I tell you what I swapped it for. A Titleist. <laughs> swapped one of the, probably the one of the, probably one of the best drivers that's ever been made. Mm-hmm. And I swapped it for a Titleist because everything has to be uniform. Right. Titleist bag, Titleist clubs, except for my putter. I was not about to drop that much money on a Scotty Cameron. Instead, I just went with Odyssey two ball. It's my favorite. Marcus, you golf? Many. We're going to change that. Jack, I know you swing the clubs a couple nah, times. Have you sure. had a good mini golf experience, though? Because it, it, it's hard to compare. It's not real golf. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not real golf. Jack, back me up here. I mean, it, it helps you on the green, man. I don't think it does because you're putting on artificial turf. I love both natural grass. I love nothing more than just bringing Jack and trying to make him on my side, like any argument Yeah, you don't always have to agree with that, fool. Here's the thing. That is a plastic ball, essentially. (gasps) It's not a real golf ball, Marcus, and it's not a real putter. It's just a piece of rubber that's that's hardened and molded. It's actually harder. There's obstacles on the mini golf course. Thank you. Thank you. Marcus, I'm going to start calling you George W. because I'm going to start throwing shoes. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Brett. Thanks. Colin Cowherd Show, The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Coming up next, right here on Fan Run Radio.